All right, ice damage. This is 7 Minutes of BS. Building science. I'm Dan Morrison, editor of Pro Tradecraft, and this... Ice damming is the buildup of ice in an area of the roof. ...is Jonathan Smeagol with RDH Building Science Laboratories. Where there is a temperature difference that causes melting of snow and freezing of the water at the same time in different areas. Snow melts on the warm part of the roof, and the water dribbles down to the cold part where it freezes. Normally the edge of the roof is where we see the most ice damming and then the water will refreeze there, backing up the roof, which is why it's called a dam. The dam ice prevents the water from escaping. The source of the heat is usually indoor air. Heat leaks from the inside, sneaking through holes in the ceiling and skimpy insulation. The meltwater flows downhill until it hits a cold spot, usually just past the outside wall. At this point, there's no more heat source, just winter. Ice dams are not confined to roof edges. They can also occur in valleys, valleys where, where there might be some more thermal bridging or less ventilation, or it could happen at chimneys where the chimney gets warm, it melts the snow and then it refreezes. So it can happen in other areas, but the most common spot you see it when you're driving down the street is at the edge of the roof, and then you see these massive icicles hanging down. Not just little icicles, like kids break off and have sword fights with. When we talk about ice damming, we're talking about a massive piece of ice that can cause property damage. Um, It also can cause leakage back into the attic as it pushes up between the, the shingles, as it freezes back up the roof. So we're talking about relatively large chunks of ice, not just the tiny icicles that you play with as kids. The most typical reason that ice dams occur is the air inside the attic becomes warm and it heats the roof deck. The two contributing factors to the warmth inside the attic space are usually lack of adequate ventilation of exterior cold air or too much interior air leakage. Interior air that leaks through the ceiling. If it isn't airtight enough, we'll allow warm air from the interior of the house into the attic And if the ventilation isn't ventilated... Your attic space becomes warm enough to melt some of the snow. So I guess technically, there'd be another contributing factor to ice dams beyond a warm attic and bad ventilation. Snow on the roof. To get ice damming, you do need snow on the roof. Now, you don't need as much as... You don't need that much, only a a small dusting, and you can start the ice damming. But a dusting won't get you a dam. At least not a dam that gets any dam attention. You need a lot of snow for that. And something mysterious happens when you get a lot of snow. The snow actually causes the dam. Ice damming is complicated by the fact that when you get a lot of snow on the roof, you actually can accumulate a significant R value or thermal layer of snow. A fluffy blanket of insulation on top of the roof. Depending on the density, um, you can get about R1 per inch. And those inches can add up. In some places where you get a lot of snow, you can get R15, R20, R25 on top of the roof deck. This homemade cap from Mother Nature has the same effect as intentionally putting insulation outside of a house. It warms the framing. So you can imagine if you start insulating the top of the roof deck from the outside, all of a sudden the roof deck is gonna get warmer because it's closer to the inside temperature. The snow insulates the roof deck from the cold. When you get a lot of snow in some of these cold locations, 
that alone will cause ice damming because all of a sudden your roof deck, even in the best cathedral ceiling, will be above the freezing point and start to melt snow from the bottom of that snowpack. Solutions to ice dams are varied because the circumstances to them are also varied. In a lot of locations, there's a requirement for a peel and stick membrane, waterproof membrane, under the shingles along the bottom to prevent water from getting into the attic or into the enclosure if ice damming occurs. Now this is peel and stick, not prevent and stick. It just reduces the damage. It doesn't prevent. In those heavy snow areas, ski bums can earn money for lift tickets and beer by shoveling roofs to prevent ice dams. But anyone who knows ski bums could predict that ski bums can actually cause a lot of damage to the roof and personal injury by slipping off. So that isn't um, one of the best methods of getting rid of ice dams. But there are many ways to avoid the problem in the first place. Some of the common ones are in some locations they use a metal edge to the roof uh, that acts as like a slip plane so the ice doesn't build up there, it will just slip off. Just watch where you're walking in the winter. Some people use the electrical resistance heater wiring in a, some sort of zigzag pattern along the edge of the roof. Throwing good heat after bad ice. But the best ways to stop ice damming are to make sure that your attic ventilation is enough and that your ceiling plane and your interior partition walls are airtight to the attic. There's many ways in which air leakage can occur into the attic through partition walls, the wiring, pot lights, fans, anything in the ceiling. Beyond air sealing and ventilation is insulation. Move the roof deck inside the thermal envelope of the house. The reason this works well is because it's harder to get the variations in temperature from one area of the roof to the other. Because the insulation maintains a constant temperature of the roof deck and eliminates thermal bridges. The only place that extra insulation will still run into difficulty is in high, high snow load areas like ski resorts. In which case, an airtight and insulated roof is capped with furring strips, plywood, and roof to make a vented roof over an insulated roof. As long as you have an air barrier in there somewhere, then that would work quite well. And that works quite well for our third show, Seven Minutes of BS. Remember, you get paid for what you do and what you know. You can't always do more, but you can always know more. With Pro Tradecraft.